fuck, I do that every time. So whenever you like open the program to record, it always tries to have a metronome. It always beeps and I always miss it. Um, but hey everybody, welcome back to Feeling Myself. These are the Corona Chronicles. But this is going to be another episode where I just kind of ramble and talk about uh, whatever comes to mind um, that I was thinking about at the time. Literally, like most of you guys, I'm just stuck in my house during the corona quarantine. So why not make it fun and do something podcast related with it? So let's get started. So this edition of the Corona Chronicles is all about food. So I don't know about you guys, but since I've been in quarantine, I've been eating a lot. And it's sad because I've been eating a lot but can't go to the gym, but it's a different story. But (laughs) I've been eating a lot, and this week I like to cook. Um, Not just eat a lot, but I like to cook a lot. And so I'm actually taking this week, I've been vegan. Well, okay, well, I lie. (laughs) I've tried to go vegan, and so I went grocery shopping last week. And I was already um, pescatarian, which is you eat a plant-based diet, but you eat fish. And so I've been doing that for a couple of weeks. I've been doing that since January. And so it was pretty easy to just kind of like leave fish out of the grocery list, but then buy everything else and like have different replacements for things, blah, blah, blah. So I go to the store and I went to Trader Joe's and so much of their stuff is like vegetarian, but it's not vegan. And so I didn't do my due diligence or whatever and like actually read what was in each of the like things I was buying. I was buying dips and artichoke dip and um, what was the other thing that wasn't vegan that I thought was vegan? Oh, these chicken nuggets. And it literally on the front, it was, they're vegetarian, but they had egg whites in them. And so like vegan, you can't use any animal product. And so I was like, damn, well, <clears throat> never mind. So I really tried to go vegan this week. Everything I did go vegan with except those things. I gave the dip to my roommate once I realized it wasn't vegan. And then I just ate the tin little chicken nuggets <laughs> that were in the bag <laughs> that I bought. Because I didn't realize until after I bought it. So I just kept them and ate them. <laughs> and was like, okay, well, we'll just reset next week. So now I've been totally vegan. So instead of four days, it's been like two and a half. But it's fine. You live and you learn. But it really isn't that bad. Um, but the real reason that I like wanted to go vegan in the first place was because like I had a couple of like health things come up. So back in December, before literally right before Christmas, um, I, I think I mentioned this before, but I got the flu. But when I got the flu, I also found out maybe like two days before the flu, I was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And so when I got that diagnosis, one, it was very shocking. It was very like, really? What? Um, and I'll get into why a little later. But that was like really surprising to me. And then I got the flu. 
and so I was already transitioning into pescatarian I took December and kind of made that transition to cut like red meat white meat chicken poultry all that kind of stuff out of my diet and so I was in the middle of that process and so once all of that news came it was like well damn we're just gonna keep going with this because obviously you aren't eating in a healthy way and so when I got the diagnosis I was very surprised uh, honestly because when you think about type 2 diabetes you think about obesity you think about being overweight you know and you think about getting that at older age you don't think about necessarily getting it so young I'm only tw I was 22 when I got it I'm 23 now and so those types of things were all running through my head and you know it wasn't and I saw so many doctors at this point it wasn't all just because of being diabetic like it was so many different things that were going on like I had the flu I ended up in the hospital overnight um, I was getting these diagnoses but I was also traveling in between here in Michigan because my family lives in Michigan so I was going and seeing a lot a lot of doctors and just a lot of information it was like sensory overload everything was just coming at me and coming at me and coming at me hearing these like lifelong diseases thrown at me and stuff like that and so it really was like kind of like traumatizing in a sense it really is just like a shock you know and so like I really I was about 225 pounds I'm six one um which really isn't isn't super overweight for a male I was eating fairly healthy definitely wasn't eating totally well but I was still exercising probably two or three days a week like I you know as much as I could with school and work and everything so I never thought that that was going to be a possibility you know and now like I definitely you know strive to be open and honest about it because it's like especially with black people you have such a higher percentage and higher likelihood of getting it that you want to make sure that you're doing everything you can so that you're trying to kind of, you know, do as much as you can to prevent it. You know, prevention is such an important thing that I've learned. And so I definitely, you know, want to take, especially that I have this platform with filling myself, I want to be able to be open and honest about it and kind of talk, you know, about my experience, kind of help the next person. And so, yeah, it was really just kind of like, wow, okay. And so then what everyone's saying is like, you need to eat better. Okay. What does that mean? You know, I grew up in the South. There's a lot of unhealthy food down South. There's a lot of fast food, a lot of fried food, you know, a lot of different types of things that, you know, are just hard to avoid, you know? So that's what I grew up eating. So it was really hard to learn what it meant to like eat the correct carbs, you know what I mean? Eat fruits and vegetables. You need, you need those leafy greens and the nutrients that come from those things, you know? And so like once I heard, it took me maybe three, four weeks, like while I was transitioning into pescatarian to learn what that was, you know what I mean? I went to, again, several doctors and they were all giving me different information, but it wasn't until I really learned like what each thing going into my body does, how it affects and how it hurts if you eat the wrong things. And so it wasn't until I had a doctor finally that sat down with me and really just kind of explained what all of it meant, you know? And so basically she was saying that like, you need to eat whole grain and there's a lot that goes into it more than just like eat healthy. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people don't know what that means. So it was difficult and it was kind of like freaky, honestly. I've never had any health concerns. I've never even had surgery. I've never gotten my wisdom teeth out. Like I've never, like I barely get sick. I really don't ever get sick. Like it was really just like, uh, and it wasn't until the last doctor who actually I ended up seeing more uh, here in Chicago. She's a doctor of color. Um, and it wasn't until I saw her that she was really just kind of like, this is how you can live a healthy life till 85 years old, have no health issues, die a healthy person. You know what I mean? These are the steps you can take. But she also said, these are the steps you can take if you don't want to do that and still don't want to be on medicine. She was saying this is totally manageable without it and you don't have to take it obviously it's voluntary so she was like if you don't take it this is what can happen and really just broke it down really explained to me what your body does when it eats certain things what your body does when 
it lacked certain nutrients and things like that. And so it wasn't until I was forced to learn it that I even had the opportunity to sit down with someone and talk about it, you know? And so I feel like a lot of people won't have that opportunity and could end up in a very similar situation than I was because they didn't know. It occurs when your body cannot produce sufficient insulin. Type 2 diabetes is the opposite. Type 2 diabetes is actually the most common form of diabetes here in our country. However, you do your body do produce a sufficient insulin. However, it's unable to use that insulin. It just it makes it difficult. And sometimes, you know, you don't you don't want it to be difficult, obviously. You want it to be something that you can, you know, manage, but so it's it, it can be hard. So it's like it's nobody's fault really, you know, unless you just want to blame the big guy, you know, like <laughs> the big guy being the government. <laughs> um, unless you just want to blame, you know, whoever you blame for like society's issues. But I mean it really is important. And so for me, that's why I was so intentional about going pescatarian, because you have so many healthy fats and healthy things that are in fish, like salmon. Um, cod, you have a lot of white fish that has a lot of nutrients. Um, shellfish also, like, has a lot of cholesterol. It can be good or bad. Um, but, you know, you have definitely healthier options when you talk about seafood. And so, for me, it was really exciting. One, because I love seafood. Two, I looked at it like a challenge because I love to cook. I don't cook fish a whole lot because, you know, I wasn't buying it. So, it really kind of became a challenge for me because it was like, oh, well, what can you make? What can you do? How far can you go with this? It was really exciting. And so, I did it for a couple months. Like, I did it for about a month and a half. And then I slowly started to introduce chicken back into my diet, you know, like on the weekends, mainly like during the week, I'd eat pescatarian and then chicken on the weekends. And it would just, it would either hurt my stomach so bad because I hadn't had it in a while. Oh my God, it'd be so painful. Or... I would be going out to eat, and all of the options when you go out to eat are either fried food. You know, I was still trying to stay within the realm of that diet in some way. And so it just became difficult. So, like, sometimes I'll eat meat here and there, and it really is, like, special occasions or, like, once a week or something. But I'm challenging myself certain periods to go total vegan. And um, that is just a different challenge <laughs> completely. Uh, whether that be you finding food, <laughs> finding vegan food can be so hard. So vegan is no animal products at all. No milk, no eggs, no cheese, no honey, technically. <sighs> There's a lot you can't eat, honestly. It really is just like fruits and vegetables. And like now they have a lot of like vegan proteins. So like they have soy beef and soy chicken and soy fish that is like made from soy and not from the actual animal. So like you can eat a lot of those things. So that's what I like to do. It's like, I'll buy like soy beef and like soy chicken. I can still make like my stir fry with rice and I can still make my, you know, cause it makes the transition a little easier for you. It's hard if you just go to eat straight fruits and vegetables. Like that's not fun. That's not easy. That's not exciting. But like, if you're trying to recreate the same meals that you used to make when you were eating meat, it doesn't feel so much like you're eating so differently, you know? And a lot of restaurants now, they're not always great, but they have a vegan option probably or a vegetarian option or something. Sometimes I get it. You don't want to eat like a fucking rabbit all the time. Just <laughs> be chopping on lettuce and carrots and shit. Because <laughs> there are vegans that do that and they really just eat like fruits and vegetables. And I just, I couldn't do that. Was, that's not a sustainable diet for me. But that's what I thought veganism was before I like got into it. I thought it was just raw fruits and vegetables and carrots and apples and oranges. Like I couldn't just eat that. But like I said, there's people that do, and they do it all day, and they fucking love it, and hey, <laughs> to each their own. 
but uh, but I cook a lot this week so I made vegan empanadas earlier this week and those were so good I don't make it a whole lot I made the dough from scratch and so like you know how like my cookers know my chefs know sorry cookers my chefs know um, that if you have recipes that you really like you'll try to perfect the certain ones so these empanadas are like i'm gonna perfect so the filling's good the filling was good taryn and my roommate both tried it and they both said the filling was good but i need to make the dough better it was too thick i don't know what it was and i measured it out from the uh i never measure ingredients too but i measured it to make sure i got the dough right too and i didn't it, it just wasn't it was okay it was hard to, it wasn't as moist or pliable as I guess I wanted it to be. It was kind of firm. And so, like, I don't know what ingredients you add <laughs> to that to make it better. I don't know if you add more butter, more water, like, less flour. Like, I don't know what the problem is. So, that was interesting. Um, and that wasn't bad. And then I used that same filling and made stuffed jalapenos the other day. And you just cut the jalapeno in half. I put the same filling. The filling was made of, um, so I got kind of lazy. So I bought like a vegetable mix at Trader Joe's that had chopped up celery, carrots, bell peppers, onions, you know, just like general vegetables that you can put into it, kind of really anything. And so like I just threw half of that in there, stirred it up with some olive oil, cut up some more onions, some more bell peppers, and some actual jalapenos into the mix itself to give it a little spice, whip it up, season that all up. And then I made the dough, of course, which is really just flour, butter, and water. It was, like, super simple. Uh, <laughs> like, really, really simple. I was expecting it to be hard. And then, um, yeah, you saute it. And then what you do is you add a can of, like, tomato juice into the mix just to kind of bring it all together. Turn it on low. Let it simmer. Let the flavors all kind of cook up together. And then you let the dough sit for about 30 minutes or so in the refrigerator just to kind of cool down to kind of firm up a little bit. Roll it up, cut it into pieces, ball them up, roll them out, fill up the fillings, put them in the middle. And then I bought some almond cheese, which is actually pretty good. It doesn't really melt. It melts if you do it right. You have to literally, it's so annoying. You have to like really, really slow cook the cheese to melt it. And sometimes, look, I don't got time for all that. I just want to eat. So like the cheese, if you cook it wrong, it'll burn before it melts. And so you just have to kind of cook it slow. But it was fine in the filling. I'm literally like, you put it on the filling, it starts to melt a little bit. You wrap them up and then you throw them in the oven and it just melted. So like, it was fine. But um, yeah, you put them in the middle, fold them over, wrap them however you want to. I just use the fork and press them down. Like I've seen people just kind of like twist them or fold them, do them however you want. It really doesn't matter. A little bit of egg wash, but I'm vegan, so I did a little bit of vegan butter on top just to kind of brown them. And they turned out they were really good. The dough was the only part that I just wasn't happy with. It wasn't thin enough, and I baked them instead of fried them. So maybe that was it, too, because I was trying to be healthy, and I didn't want to go buy oil. So I, <laughs> I baked them instead of fried them. So maybe next time I'll try to do the batter for the dough a little better, and then I'll try to do, try to do thinner thinner empanadas and fry them and see if that helps but i cook all the time like my roommate tells me all the time how impressed he is that i cook so often because i really do and obviously the way i'm talking about it i love to cook i should start recording them like i don't know make some videos make a little money <laughs> but um but i really love to do it it really is fun and it's not hard it, it lets you be creative you can kind of whip things up whatever you think i made a lot of salmon a lot of fried catfish oh, i love catfish if you ever want to buy me food buy me catfish you know and i buy different things i tried almond crusted cod once and that wasn't great because i didn't have a um food processor so i was like chopping onions with a knife and they just weren't not onions chopping almonds with the knife and they just weren't as fine as i wanted they're a little crunchy um, but that was, like, I did, of course, different, like, teriyaki shrimp. I've done teriyaki um, salmon where you let it marinate overnight. 
uh, I've done I've done all types of things. I've done rice bowls. I've done pastas. I've done literally so much. So if you ever need any recipes, let me know. If you ever want some tips on where to go buy some vegan food, let me know. Um, I've done a lot of research about it, so I definitely have a better idea of where you can go and get stuff. So the first treatment to diabetes is well prevention. And that is by controlling your blood sugar, even if you have diabetes, also maintaining a normal, healthy weight, following up with your appointments at your, at your doctor's clinic. Be active, exercise, because the more you exercise, the more active you become, you'll be able to maintain a normal weight. And most importantly, find out about your family's history, because you'd be surprised if you find out that your family has a history of diabetes, then you'd be able to talk with your physician on how you can prevent yourself from developing diabetes. Everyone looks at me crazy when I say I try to eat vegan sometimes, and it literally is no more than like wanting to better my health and better the things I put into my body because it, that really affects you, you know. It affects your well-being. It affects your state of mind. It affects your 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 self-esteem. If you feel better about your body and what you're putting into it, and I promise you, seeing the results of the gym make it so worth it. And I know that's what everybody says, but it's true and I've never I never played sports in high school so like I never really went to the gym to like all of my experiences in the gym were because I went to the gym on my own you know no one ever taught you taught me how to go to the gym like in terms of like doing anything like specifically with your body other than just like cardio you know like I never was on a team that tell you how to do this and this and this so I learned a lot just on my own and like friends that would like take you to the gym or whatever but I don't like to go to the gym with other people so it's always hard to learn because <laughs> I, I just I don't like keeping up i don't like feeling like you have to keep up with me or vice versa i don't feel like i don't want to feel like you have to do the same machines that i do you have to do the same weights that i do and vice versa like i just hate that that feeling but yeah so that's just me that was literally my corona chronicle for today that's literally what was on my mind as i was cooking and thinking about they're making a veggie stir fry with wild rice instead of brown rice because that's what i have so <laughs> but it's all the same so thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it hope you learned something about being vegan or vegetarian or pescatarian let me know if you want to do either one of those uh, and i'll see you later